Hi, I'm JK, the host of Sorts from the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours, and you're listening to the Neighbourhood Rewatch. So welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. I am your host of sorts, JK. Uh, we have Tim today. Hello. Who is Tim? It says on his Zoom call there. Uh, he is Tim. Uh, and Adam, Officially. You are always Adam. Don't ever change, Adam. I keep trying. I keep trying to reinvent myself, but I still just become a cunt every single time. So. <laughs> I think that's a record for the C-bomb being dropped, by the way. <laughs> Barely 20 seconds in. At least it was about myself this time and not, I uh, don't know, someone from Neighbours. <laughs> someone from Neighbours. <laughs> Uh, so yes, this is the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. What is the premise of this podcast, Tim? I can't remember. You watch Neighbours, tell me about it. We all comment and call everyone shit cunts. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. That is pretty much it. Uh, Some people so think that's more. a great premise, though. Some people think that's a great premise for a podcast. It's a fantastic premise for a podcast, I think. Uh, and as do many other people as well. Uh, the, the millions and millions of fans. Where can they get in touch with us or follow us and do all that? Let's let's talk about that. Well, Not talk about it, just give them the details. Just regurgitate it. Uh, so they can follow us on Twitter, at WatchNeighbor. Same on Instagram, even though, you know, publicly. If, you, if you've listened to the podcast before, not as much as a fan of Instagram. I do kind of phone it in a bit on Instagram, if I'm honest. Yeah, we know. I like. I do. We have to tell you <laughs> when you're phoning it in. And you still don't take heed of our advice or our recommendations or... Just general comments. It would be fine if you just spell check yourself first. Because what you usually do is just quickly type out a tweet which is full of nonsense, missing words and spelling errors. Then take a screenshot of it and put that on Instagram. Rather than, there are so many things that you could put on Instagram that you could hashtag and it would get attention. But you can't tweet on Instagram, so you don't bother with it. Uh, but you can follow us both of those. Oh, and of course, as well, if you ever wanted to listen to the un- unedited, ad-free versions of this podcast and receive other bonus benefits as well, you can go to patreon.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch. And for just one pound a month, which is barely anything, plus a little bit of VAT, which is also barely anything, it's well worth the money. Well, worth you it. mentioned you mentioned extra benefits there. I'm wondering what you meant by that. Uh, just extra, I don't know. Well, loads of stuff. We'll do. It's uh, you know to to be to be decided. Oh, he's nervous. He's fucking hell. Imagine if I was an actual. Pay, imagine if I was an actual Patreon though, and I just oh, imagine if you went on Dragons Den with this idea for a podcast. <laughs> I don't know if anyone has ever done that before. Don't watch that shit. But maybe you could go on and you go right podcast. That sounds brilliant. But you pay what you're doing for your extras, and you just go oh, you know, um, just some extra benefits and 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 you know things like things like that. 
Nervous sip of the beer. Yeah, they're I, not going to give us any fucking money for that. Deborah Meaden would absolutely destroy me, wouldn't she? Should we I'm get Deborah Meaden on the podcast? I've served. I've, I, I've met the, the dragons. I've served them. You just said you serviced Deborah Meaden. I heard that, and then you backtracked. No, I served them all. Uh, thingy, uh, is it Peter Jones? He, he, he yeah. He still owes me a he lighter. He nicked a lighter. He nicked my lighter because he wanted to go outside to smoke. And uh, so he said, can I borrow your lighter? I said, of course. But then I never saw that lighter again. Why do you have a lighter? Because, you know, that's, that's, good, way, that's good way it is, do. You do I, I used to have one when I, when I ran the bars. I, you, I used to always have a lighter. Really? Yeah, because sometimes I just like setting fire to napkins and throwing them at people who annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that called a flame that was a get the fuck out of my bar you cunt that's what I called that one <laughs> see I, I'm more like that suits your character for Jay I feel like it's more like oh there are some girls who probably yes that's like exactly that. what they it, it'd be it'd be like a group of girls. They're having a great night so far. They've just gone outside for a little, you know, in the smoking area. They're having a lovely time chatting about, um, I don't know, maybe a, a bit of work or maybe one of the husbands is he's a right bastard or whatever. They're having a, they're having a nice girl from time. the shadows. Right, literally from the shadows. <laughs> oh, like they don't eat like he, and he's just there. <laughs> Actually, no, they're not. Trying to smoke. I come up and go. Do you want to smoke? Oh. Do you need lies, darling? <laughs> he would say, darling. He would definitely say, darling. <laughs> I definitely would. Well, uh, back to that though. Peter Jones nicking you a lighter. Put that on on the Twitter, or not the Instagram, obviously. Put that on there. <laughs> he might give you a million pound now. That lighter. Yeah, just be, like he's he's got he's that kind of guy. He's got millions of pounds. He took your lighter. You could put that on there. He might. He might come on the podcast for free. He might have liked Neighbours. Never know. He might have done. I mean, who doesn't like Neighbours? I get very suspicious of people who don't like Neighbours because what's not to like about Neighbours? Do you two really like it? Or are we kind of just watching it for shits and giggles? No, I... I, I, I from Whoa, de- shits and giggles? Isn't that a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, gigs. <laughs> No, I day one that I genuinely enjoy neighbors. And I and I still am genuinely enjoying neighbors. There's some there's some great little bits that I've that we've watched this week, uh, which I'm I'm very eager to talk about. So should we Yeah, talk- but we want to keep distracting you from it. It's more fun that way. <laughs> <laughs> it was wasn't it like five episodes this week? So this might be a bit of a longer one if we have to talk about a few more things. It depends if you're still making notes or whether you don't really give a shit about it anymore. I can't tell. There's still notes. And you, you know I make at the top of every one. Caitlin's still in credits because she's still in the credits, bless her. Emily Milburn, still in the credits. And as long as she is still in those credits, I am going to keep trying to get her on this podcast. <laughs> if she disappears, for, that's that's the ticking time bomb now. When she's out of the credits, she can go fuck herself. But if she's still in the, in the credits, <laughs> I will keep texting her every hour on the hour to see when she is free to come on this show. No, you can just text her every week. You're still in the credits. Still in the credits. Still in the credits. Still in the credits. Because she still is in the credits. 
She's smashing out 10K runs twice a day. I don't see why she couldn't just do the podcast while she's on the run. <laughs> that would work. Who cares? She's got a microphone. Yeah, that'd be... Yeah. We could do a live running podcast. Uh, last thing would I want to do is listen to... I don't want to listen to a couple of people talking about running all day. That sounds fucking painful. <laughs> I bet you there's lots of running podcasts, though. I bet you there's a whole... There's a whole load of them. <laughs> fucking hell. Start the Neighbours <laughs> podcast, please, before I tune out completely. What the fuck was that? I was just <laughs> swearing a lot, everyone. It was for like and I couldn't, so I just went... There. <laughs> Your microphone's a bit crap today. Is it? It keeps cutting out. Is it? Okay, it could, could also potentially be the internet. But... It kind of sounds like it's prioritising more. Like whenever one of when we're talking at the same time, yours just cuts out. I know. I think I, th- I quite like it. I quite <laughs> like this new setting. <laughs> I haven't used any settings. So it went again then. Did it? Mm. Oh well, you have you have to pay a quid for Patreon to get the best sound. Fuck the rest of you. On we go with neighbours. <laughs> with neighbours. So, as I said, we've been watching episodes 3,176 to 3,180. Uh, first storyline I want to talk have about. Have we? Yeah, we have. <laughs> it's been... No, we have. Oh, no. You are separate episodes. No, because we've, we've directly followed on from the last lot of episodes. Yeah, which would have been 3171 we watched. Tim even sent me an extra message about this, so I didn't get it wrong. Oh, fuck, I fucked up here. Yes! <laughs> yes! Right, Woo-hoo! so so now, now what we have to somehow figure out doing, in less than fucking two days, we have to cover, what, ten episodes? Have you actually watched those episodes, or have you just read out the wrong ones now? I've read out the wrong ones. The next lot, that's the next lot of episodes we're watching. So you've actually watched the right ones. I've actually watched the right ones. There we go. Thank you. 3171 to 3175. I watched 3169 as well, because, you know, oh, 69. So what happened in 3169 then? Anything of note? Not a lot. The only thing that I will tell you, though, um, is something that happens in the later episodes. Lou is still not in the best health at all. And um, I sent you both a picture of him in a bit of a sorry state. He had a bit of a weird face. Um, And the weird face was because he was driving his car with Louise in the back. Uh, Susan was behind him, which was quite fortunate. And then all of a sudden, um, he starts having a bit of a panic attack and the car goes off the road into like, I think it was a post or a tree or something. Um, and Susan luckily had to pull him out. He was awake, but he was like, Oh, he didn't know where he was or anything. Um, so yeah, she took him to the doctors. Louise was fine in the back, but Lou Carpenter, 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 um, not in the best <laughs> health at the moment. He certainly isn't. Uh, and continuing on from that, uh, so everyone, everyone's aware of these issues, and everyone's like, Lou, you need to take it easy, you need to relax more. Which is funny because Lou was literally a couple of episodes was like, yeah, I need to retire. And I was like, no, don't retire, Lou. Don't retire. <laughs> Stop resting. And now they're like, you need to rest, Lou. Stop doing things. He's got a lot of businesses. He has got a lot of businesses. Uh, but 
So Madge and uh, Joel, Madge is trying to get a little bit fit. So Madge and Joel have been doing little runs and stuff, and they've been playing basketball. So Madge is. What is the What is the name of Madge's basketball team? I don't know. The Grey Growlers. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> oh dear, it's not that one, by. She's got an entire basketball team. We haven't seen them yet. It was just mentioned. It was just like, oh, I've been, I've been for my first session. Or I'm going to join the Grey Growlers or something. It's literally like that. That's all it was. <laughs> did did like the the whole of Australia not realise what that meant around that time? I don't think so. I mean, Caitlin, God rest her soul, she used to always say, um, <laughs> "Oh, look at that guy. He's a real spunk." So, you know, it's, it's just one of them things, isn't it? It's perfectly fine to say spunk and growler yep. in Australia. That's an Australia fact, apparently. There we go. So, so yeah, she was being, she's coming back from basketball with Joel, and she's messing around, but kind of not messing around, just launches this basketball at Lou. <laughs> <laughs> and Lou proper takes it in the stomach. And Madge's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Are you all right? He's like, I'm fine. I feel great. And then, he, and then he says, I'm going to go for a spa now. And he goes to the spa. But then unfortunately, Madge, Madge feeling guilty about launching a basketball at him, goes to check on him, finds him face down in the pool. Absolutely. And that's how we end the episode, face down in the pool. It's clearly he not... He looks dead. He looks dead. It's clearly someone about 40 years his junior in that pool. <laughs> the actor. So like a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> How old do you think he is? <laughs> well, Lou's in his 60s by this, right? I was thinking like 50 he's, he's still in it now. This was 20 years ago. He's not still in it now. There's no way he's still in it now. He, he, it, was, it was recently left no, if he's not. Don't spoil it because we're, we are going to do a sub-pod sub called The Life and Times of Luke Carpenter. That was... <laughs> So there you go, Peter Jones. Have that. Uh, <laughs> so imagine saving Harold's. Uh, Madge, Madge learned some of. Well, she learned some first aid a little while back with Anne, if I remember rightly, because of Lily. When Lily nearly carked it that time. Where is Lily? Is Lily dead? I don't know. She's. <laughs> she will be. She's too. not in this show anymore. She's not in this show. I don't think she'll ever be mentioned again. No, the, next time we see it will be because she'll just die. We'll only we'll only see her again to die now, I think. Uh, but yeah, they did some first aid. So Madge remembered some of her first aid, which saved Lou's life. Uh, he did the classic TV, like coughing up all the water thing. Uh, but then Lou started, you know, he, he doesn't feel too, you know, he feels all right. He goes to hospital. He's like, oh, I don't need to be here. I'm taking up a bed that could be used for someone else. Uh, and then starts making joke at all. I wish I got the kiss off life off Madge though, which was pretty fun. Dirty why, old git. Why are you looking so disgusted, Tim? Because Madge, Madge, Vag, Grey Growler. I think Madge is all right. For how old do you think Madge is? Well, based on based on Jay's estimation of Lou, she's got to be like eighty odd. Again, I I think like early 60s for Mad. Oh, well, I suppose that means Lou's got to be early 60s because they're in the same class at school. I'll give him, I'll say 60 for both of them. But I'm going to say that. I, I'm, 
No, Madge's a pretty attractive woman. I bet she's someone who's 60 years old. I think she's she's all right. Younger days, she was. I reckon she was an absolute stunner. No wonder everyone was fighting over. I reckon. I mean, mystifies me how Howard won, but there we go. Um, right, I'll see if I can find some young pictures of her. Okay. And Charleston, Char Charleston, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's been having these panic attacks. Uh. I, I thought he was having heart attacks. I didn't realise it was panic attacks. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it is panic attacks because he says something about, um, like, I don't know about the car when he was in the car, but when he was in just in his hot tub or whatever it was, he must have just, he mustn't have been panicked then. He must have just been chilling out in the pool, surely. Yeah, exactly. so you can't get panicked from that. You're going to be more relaxed, could you? When you're so I, I don't buy that it is panic attacks. I think it is, I reckon it is probably high blood pressure, something from all his stress and businesses and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's not done yet anyway. I think there'll be, a, I reckon he's going to have one more slightly bigger accident um, yet. I think that will be coming in the next um, few episodes. Something's got to happen. Yeah. Someone, someone's what do you think it'll be? What do you think his next accident will be, Tim? Shit himself. Is that worse than nearly dying in a car crash with your daughter in the back and being face down in a hot tub, though? For Lou, it is, because he wants to save face, doesn't he? He'll shit himself in one of his businesses in front of a load of people. He is Be a health hazard in the pub. Fair enough. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad. That'd be pretty bad. To be fair, both of those things that you just described happened to Lou, though, are both pretty terrifying, if I'm honest. So let's let's think about it then. So let's let's say what was the first thing that happened to him? Something happened before the car crash, didn't it? What, what was oh, it? He was sweeping up one day and then just started. okay. So stage one of possible um, um, high blood pressure, heart attack, going to die. We've got sweeping up at little Tommy Tucker's. Stage two, driving your car with the daughter in the back. Stage three, face down in your own hot tub. I want stage four and stage five, please go. Stage four has got to be something like doing some sort of sexual act, right? That's got to be that's got to be the next escalation there. Okay, so stage four sexual act. Add in Tim shitting himself. Let's have a <laughs> there combo there, and then That'll stage work. five. What would stage five be? Do you think in this scenario? Well. To be honest, probably actually no. I'm gonna say because. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop, stop, stop! Bear in mind what stage five always is <laughs> in this running joke this season. <laughs> so stage five is death, as always. But I'm gonna say, don't you shit yourself after you die? So the shitting yourself would be stage six, then, right? There's an extra stage with death. Bonus stage. Death is the one. The, the stages of death is the only stages where you have an extra stage at the end, which is just shitting yourself. Um, so so he's gonna shit himself, then he's gonna die. Meanwhile, he's probably on top of some unfortunate woman. Why has he got to be on top, Tim? <laughs> just say, just saying. Probably, he seems like that kind of. He seems like a lazy person, but he also seems like that kind of person. Whatever, probably. <laughs> and then, like, so she's already covered in shit. Now she's covered in a dead loo, and then he just empties himself. So the first. Good. Not a big one, really. It's just the little one. We should have got Lou Actor on this this podcast. We will do for the Patreon special, The Life and Times of Luke Carpenter. We'll do it like this is your life. 
we'll replay him this bit when he comes on and see what like his this, thoughts yeah. will be. It's not this is your life, it's this is your loo. And he'll, he'll have a great time. <laughs> Let's try and get him on. We Just found out, by the way, at around this time, Madge Actor was 55, 56 years old. Okay. I don't know how old the character's meant to be, but that's how old she was. She's currently oh, yeah. 78, which means she is well capable of coming on the podcast. Is she alive? Yeah, apparently. Oh, good. 78. Let's go for it then. Yeah. Zoom, Zoom means we can do anything these days, can't we? It does. So get in touch. If anyone knows Madge Actor and Charleston, get in touch. Jason might have the hook up there. Nah, he wasn't nah. allowed to speak to the proper contractors. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless him. They are not nearly fucking cool enough to know him. It works that way round, to be clear. But there's no way he's got their details. Okay. Um, should we move on to the next storyline that I want to talk about? Do it. Do it. Do you reckon you can bash it out in eight minutes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, I don't know if I'll have time to talk about the next storyline. Yay! Right. Do oh, it. What was okay. the next storyline? Okay, next storyline I would like to talk about is... The Stalker storyline, the Sarah Beaumont Stalker storyline. Uh, it's still going. This, this is a, this is possibly the A story right now, I'd say, in all yeah, the neighbours. Uh, so there's a weirdo with a camera at the, at the kitchen window who's been filming her um, and been taking pictures. Uh, Tony and Joel seem to be taking this seriously now. Uh, Tony has a right go. They, they call it, she calls the police and Tony has a right go at the police officer because he's not done much, apparently. They start getting all arsed with the police officer, which was a bit uncalled for, I think. Because even Sarah's like, well, what can he do? Not really, you know, I'm not really, I didn't see the guy. There's not much we can, we can go off of there. They didn't say they'd set up surveillance or anything. They didn't like, I, fe I felt like Tony was a, a bit right. I was like, yeah, this guy does not seem arsed. And then I started thinking, is it this policeman? Oh, it could be. It could be. Uh, but Joel buys her a phone and says, anytime you're getting stalked, just call me on this. This is a big deal because this is like back end of 1998 and they bought her a mobile phone and she is like, fuck, this is, whoa, shit, seriously. Because yeah. that is, it's like the first ever mobile phone. And I think well, Carl I Kennedy is the only other, Carl Kennedy is the only other one who has a mobile phone. Oh, that's not good. Carl Kennedy has a mobile phone. Sarah has a mobile phone. Could you send dick pics on those phones in 1998? <laughs> you have to type them out in text. Yeah, you'd probably if, have to like... If anyone would know. You'd probably have to like trace it first and then... Like an, like an Etch-a-Sketch dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, turn your fucking messages off. You've just had a dick pic now. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, I just sent one to the group. It was, it was just one I had spare going around. Oh, shit, it's, it's all going Oh, on. he's got one back! Got one back. There we go, sorry about that. Uh, he's still not back! No, Podcast! I'm there, I'm back now, it's fine, don't worry. Don't worry, it's fine, people like it. Don't me. edit that out, everyone needs to know. No, exactly, you know, people enjoy this kind of stuff as well, and helps them feel included. 
Because everyone, everyone, we didn't even feel included then because <laughs> you're doing your own fucking messages. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Alex, if if Tim, Tim, you rightly you you well not rightly predicted you predicted that it could be Alex, the guy that she went a bit cold on in the last lot yeah, of episodes. That could be a stalker. He's very much framed as the main guy. Uh, Joel and Tony are convinced it's him. Uh, and the whole camera direction from from one, once one, once uh, Joel and Tony mentioned this, all the camera direction just makes it look Alex looks completely sus. Like Sarah's in a, in like a supply closet getting some medical stuff, and someone comes in the door. She's like, "Oh, it's you," and it's just Alex going, "Yeah, I'm just getting some stuff. What, what what's your problem?" Uh, and Sarah gets super super paranoid. He's like, "Right, come on then, we're going for a brew. We'll start this out." And I think this, like, and then he just supports Sarah pretty much and tries to help her with this situation and trying to figure out who it is, which I think pretty much puts him in the clear. Um, it's convenient, I though. I don't know. I don't know. Adam, what did you feel about Alex? Do you? Um, I, he, he's, he, you you're quite right. He, has, he is coming across as he's a bit dodgy, he's a bit sleazy. It's probably him. It's probably him, which, which means it's not. Um, <laughs> You know, one on one, and what annoyed me was he said, "Right, we're going for a brew. Let's talk about this." Then she started talking to him about it, and he went, "Oh, I don't think we should be talking about this. Just in here, having a brew." <laughs> he's the one who started it off. He said, "Come and let's have a chat and have a brew." <laughs> um, so I, I don't think it's going to end up being him. Who I now think it's going to be is one of the guys. If you remember, at one point in the hospital, there's like. So he's the psychiatrist or someone in the hospital, isn't he? He's, yeah. he? he's the guy who talks to the fucking stalkers. And he's got a line at one point, there's like three of them in the in his waiting room, all look like either they flash you in a park, they hang around in a children's park, or um, they kill people in a park. They all look <laughs> like people who would hang out in a park in some way. And one of them popped up again, and he looks proper dodgy. Like, I think it's him now. Yeah. Pey- Peyton was watching that episode with me. She went, well, it's clearly that guy. Yeah, there you go. Clearly that guy. Because he gets a, he gets more of my... I've come, yeah. I can't remember what he asked her, but he asked for something and then shuffles off and looks the most dodgiest person you've ever seen in your life. Looks I think it's just going to be that guy. Peyton's Australian as well, so she knows. And I imagine she's been flashing a park dozens of times, so she'll probably know. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Jay. <laughs> I thought that was an Australian courting ritual, so. <laughs> Australia fact. We need to have a theme song for Australia facts. And we also find out one little piece of information. While Sarah's having this little bit of a heart-to-heart with Alex, Sarah used to be married. She was married when she was young. She went off doing her modelling in Europe, which we all know what that means, nudes. So she went off doing a nude modeling and she got married to someone. I'm imagining he'd probably be about 50 or 60. I imagine he was an older guy who was like in the industry and was like, you know, I'll take you under my wing. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll help you. Take you under my dick. (laughs) So yeah, Sarah Beaumont was married before. Interesting Sarah Beaumont fact there for you. I see. I I don't, yeah. I don't remember it. I can't I feel like, yeah, possibly that was a thing. I don't know. 
I'm, I'm interested to see if... Uh, I, I reckon her husband at some point will turn up now, then. Well, I think that was... When her and Carl first kissed, I think... Because she was dead upset about a guy. I think it was the, her ex-husband who'd been doing something to her, and she was dead upset, crying on Carl. Before you know it, they were kissing. And before you know How it... How old is she meant to be? Say that again, Tim. How old is she meant to be? Mid thirties, late twenties. I reckon she's about thirty. About thirty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Well, speaking of Carl and Susan, let's move on to that storyline next. They are about to celebrate their twenty-fifth wedding anniversary. We did wonder. We did wonder what was going to be up, what the situation was going to be with them when we got back to them. And the situation is that they're just fucking happy families again. Weird. It's like it never happened. Uh, so Bill is uh, planning a little surprise party for them. Um, so being all covert about it, and the plan, he, like he plans it really, really well. To be fair, until Carl's car's fucked again. He's a little blue Chevrolet kind of car. They're on the way home. They're meant to. Well, no, they're meant to be going to. Did they go to a restaurant or something? And then they're on the way back, and then there was, everyone was there for a surprise party. No, he had to go and pick Susan up from somewhere. That was like the part uh-huh. of the ruse. So Libby had to borrow Susan's car. She didn't really. So that, that meant Carl had to go and pick Susan up from wherever the fuck she was. And then that meant they were both out, and uh-huh. then they could party, party on, yeah. But like you say, the midlife crisis car fucking breaks down again. The most and- unreliable car you've ever seen. Uh, but they eventually get home, and they're there. <laughs> Everyone's there in hiding, waiting in the dark, and Susan's absolutely fucking blasting Carl for the <laughs> absolutely tearing strips out of the guy for the state of the car. And and she's walking in the door, screaming at him, and everyone's like, surprise, it's a party, because you've been married so happily for 25 years. Uh, and they have a little bit of a laugh about it. Uh, and they have a nice little party all in all until because there's one person the whole street's invited to this party by the way except one person who's been left in a house on her own who is that person that Tim I mean Sarah absolutely and (laughs) someone does someone call the phone and then like starts heavy breathing down it maybe yeah it's something like that it's one of the classic ones anyway you know the heavy breathing um, and then you, you cut back to the party. Carl's on his mobile phone with everyone stood around him, just going, shh, watch. <laughs> Everyone's laughing. <laughs> that would be really good. So Sarah, scared for her life, obviously, that she's about to get murdered, uh, shows up at Carl and Susan's 25th wedding anniversary, uh, which you can imagine went down very well indeed. Uh Carl and Susan's face when they open the door is a fucking priceless picture, by the way. I have tweeted that out. It's absolutely priceless. Carl honestly looks like he smelled a fart. Uh, and <laughs> Maybe so Lewis shits himself. Maybe <laughs> Lewis reached stage four. Well, actually, no, Lou didn't make it to the party because he was busy being in hospital. He wasn't booked on that episode. Wasn't booked. He did show up the next morning and go, oh, sorry, I couldn't, wasn't, couldn't be at your party. He wasn't feeling too good. 
Mm. Carl's like, oh, the well, old man, you nearly died. Yeah, no problem. Mm. Yeah, Carl's not even asked. Even, despite being a doctor, no one point goes, oh, how's your health? He's just like, well, I've come round. Here's your present. He opens the present straight away. Uh, what present does he get off Lou? Can't remember now. Is it a garden gnome? He gets a garden gnome. Yeah, that does sound like, like the kind of thing, thing we would do. No, oh, you definitely get an. Oh no, it's a toy car. It's a toy car that he gets off Lou. I miss this. Did you miss this? This, yeah. this is top class trolling from from Lou here. Because A doesn't what so well, while you were just talking about, um, I think a couple of times today and then the last one you mentioned about um, Carl's little midlife crisis car. Mm. I just just found out it's a fucking Mustang. It looks like a decent car. Well, not one, not one Lou Carpenter's got his hands on it. Because he's absolutely fucked. <laughs> so yeah, Lou, Lou shows up and goes, I've got your present for your 25th wedding anniversary. It's a toy car. And he went, oh, this might go better than the one you've got already. And Carl's like, well, you're the one fixing it, you cunt. I'm charging me money for it. So you better fucking fix it properly this time. And then he goes, all right, okay, yeah, sorry. I'll get I'll get Drew on it straight away. So God knows who has had it on it before. He's probably had fucking Lolly on it. <laughs> uh, the only other point I want to make about this, about Carl and Susan, the 25th wedding anniversary. Carl... He's got right fucking comfortable again. He's just arsing about like nothing has happened. He has stopped trying to make it up to Susan at all. He's just dicking around most of the time. At one point, he's playing tennis in the front room with some balloons. Just dicking around while, while Susan's stressing around something. He's just, he's he's on easy street now, isn't he? He's like, oh, fuck it. I, I grow back up. in. He's, he's back, back in, in though, like... Like we missed a couple of episodes when they were like stressed out a little bit and we didn't know which way it was going to go. We missed a couple of episodes and it literally a couple. We come back and they have fallen into the old routine. Like we'll get on to the next little Kyle and Susan storyline when the bird goes missing. It's just it's it's they're in the comedy storyline now. Like yeah. Kyle's been asked to clean up after the party or something, and then Susan's fucked off to work. I don't know where she's gone. Um, Kyle's cleaning up. And the bird escapes and flies out. And then the full episode is Carl trying to get the bird. Then he gets Bill and Lance to help him try and get the bird. He's just in a comedy storyline now. And then Susan comes home and she's like, where's the bird? That's that's it. That's what they've moved on to. So they were in the most dramatic, like the big storyline of the year. And now within a couple, within a week, they're just asking about where's the bird? And there's so much of that episode spent on just asking about with that bird as well. It's good asking about, though. It's quite a funny, it's a funny comedy. Like, you forget that with Neighbours when you've got loads of, like, stalkers, lose face down in a pool, brain damage can't walk. You've got loads of stuff in Neighbours, but then you forget how good they are at just fucking asking about. It's good asking about. And you've got some great comedy actors as well in Carl, Susan, uh, Lance is Lance brilliant. is good quality. Lance is a brilliant comedy actor. Uh, yeah, it, it's really good fun. Uh, and the bird just does come back. And it must have been hard to get a lot, all the coordinate all those kind of bird shots as well. At one point, Carl's up a tree, and he looks like he's about to fall off, and Susan's just laughing. And it was uh, yeah. 
yeah, it was very good times. Uh, but yeah, the bird's back. Don't worry. It's all wrapped up nicely in a bow for you, Tim. You don't need to worry about the bird. Uh, the bird. Oh, Tim was thinking there for a second. He was like, right, well, if the bird's gone missing, that's going to be at least the next story arc for a, a month or two. Where the, where's the bird? <laughs> no, no. Eight minutes later, the bird has returned. <laughs> has returned on the door. Straight away, he's like, I'm back, cunts. Where's me food? Uh, <laughs> So I want to move on slightly, sidestep a little slightly. Speaking about cars, speaking about Drew, uh, Amy, of course, Lance's girlfriend, uh, needs a driving instructor. Uh, she doesn't want to ask her mum or dad because she doesn't want to ask her mum or dad. No, not quite. Oh, no, she's been... She's, she's fired her dad because he keeps um, shouting at her too much. And, and I'll be, Amy has become one of my favourite characters. Um, and not for the original, like the original reasons why she was a good character. Now I think she's really good value. Like she just kept saying, my dad kept shouting at me, so I fucking fired him. Like <laughs> pretty funny. And then she, I think she's quite funny throughout these episodes. She's all, she's that char- character you're supposed to hate a little bit because she's spoiled and she treats Lance like shit and all that kind of stuff. I think she's pretty funny, me. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I'm very much. I don't like her at all. Um, you don't like her? No, I don't like her at oh. all. She's horrible to Paul Lance. And do you think you're harboring some sort of your own issues <laughs> with, with it? <laughs> Maybe I, I'm feeling a bit Lance and feeling I, I'm relating more to him. Maybe I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. Should I lie in a couch right now? Is this a psychiatry session? You, well, the podcast is is. You know, 50% neighbours, 50% your therapy, so... <laughs> Me figuring out, figuring out day-to-day problems. Yeah, what, what, what I think is, I think, like, I get why, like, you're not supposed to like her, but I think she's real, like, she's funny, she's got some good lines in it. Like, I quite like her. You've you've already decided straight away that you don't like her for... what? Why don't you like her? What reasons? Uh, because all of those things, because she is rich, she is spoiled, she is... She doesn't care about other feelings. There's a point that I want to get onto. That's, That's not her fault she's rich and spoiled, though. Do you think, like, like she plays up to it now, but do you think she's horrible to Lance? Do you feel like she is? Yeah, I mean, she you've, called him all you've the said, time. Yeah, you've said that a few times. Yeah, she absolutely, yeah, she called him all the time. Like, Lance, she's like, oh, I need a driving instructor. Maybe she'll go to Drew because he's dead hot. And Lance is like... Mm-hmm. No, I really don't want you to go to him. He's like, what about... He's like suggesting anybody else but Drew. She's like, no, I'm going to go with Drew because he's dead hot. He does know cars, though. He does know cars as well, to be fair. Uh, so, and he's like, but, I can, but Lance is like, I've got a car. I can, I can help you. And she's like, no, I want Drew. You're shit. I don't like you. I want Drew. Instead. That's funny. I, I feel like you've, you've like... The two of you have got slightly different ideas of what makes this good. I think Adam's like, yeah, she's a bell, and if you knew her in real life, she should be fucking awful. But because it's a TV show, she's great. You—that's like, what I mean. I—I I think she's a, a pretty good value character. You've decided, oh no, she's my girlfriend. She will be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I do think of them as real people, though. Yeah, it's a problem. 
It is a problem. Well, we'll get to that on the next therapy session slash podcast. Uh, so she's shit at driving cars, as we could have easily quite predicted. Uh, she's in the car park practicing with Drew, and she can't start. She keeps on stopping. Uh, she nearly crashes into a load of cars. So Drew says, right, you're not going in the car again. You need to practice at home. So Lance, this was pretty This is quite funny. Uh, Lance sets her up with a little makeshift uh, set up at home on the couch. So she's got like a little walking, walking stick as a gear stick. She's using a plate as a steering wheel, which was pretty funny. I think it's quite funny. That was pretty funny. And she's practicing and she still can't get the hang of it. She's like, oh, I'm just going to have to learn to drive automatics. I can't do manuals. I know someone like that. Like, just fucking lazy fucking idiots. I know someone like that too. <laughs> He doesn't fucking drive manual cars. That's who I'm talking about, dickhead. Yeah, yeah. we all got it. You're pointing on my screen and you're pointing at Tim because of how the setup is. (laughs) See, Adam Adam got I was making a joke at his expense, but you you didn't. I don't know what's worse. I thought you were going about someone else. I was like, oh shit, Adam could get offended here. Because so, <laughs> Tim would might have been about to go on a rant about how people can't try. Who can't I do fight. enough offending on this show <laughs> to get a little bit back myself. <laughs> I'm more than okay with that. <laughs> I got very. <coughs> with that, I, I let to. I let to. I let to your uh, defense. Then didn't I? Got very Don't do that again. You fucking didn't. You no, thought I, I was didn't. talking about someone you else, and you like, went, yeah, "I know yeah. one of those as well." <laughs> I'm kind of light in the mood by going, oh, I know this guy, this guy too. Before you absolutely ripped some person. Is, yeah, but then, this is the thing, it's these technology guys. It's like, you're going to be one of those people in, in the year 3000 who doesn't want all the, the robots. You'll be like, oh no, I'll just do it myself. Why? <laughs> just let the robots do it for you. Exactly. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, Ask Will Smith. Ask Will Smith, yeah. What is the, what's the name of that film? iRobot. That's that one. That's what I was thinking about. Or it could be Terminator, or it could be The Matrix, uh, or it could be Blade Runner. There's loads of those kind of films. Uh, what would you let robots do, Tim? If there's one thing that you could let robots do that you have to do now, Tim, what would it be? Just fucking things like, I feel like, the invention of dishwashers and washing machines was long enough ago that a significant upgrade needs to be done. I can't be bothered doing that shit. <laughs> Just fucking throw it in the kitchen, it comes back clean. Can't be arsed with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like that, like, though. I, quite I, like I like what you said off. there. I quite like washing off. I find it fairly therapeutic. No. Can't be asked. No. There are so many other things I could do. And to be honest, I've not moved past uh, rainwater for washing up, so... (laughs) True. So, Amy thinks she's ready to go in a car again, so she goes back to Drew at the garage. She's like, right, I'm ready to go. Oh, no, I think uh, Lance is having some work on his youth done as well. Uh, And she's practising... She's sat in the front seat. He's like, don't turn the engine on, Amy. And she's like, I won't, I won't. And she's practicing her gear sticks and she's practicing this, that, and the other. But as as she is, Amy, some find her funny, some find her annoying. 
She turns the car on, slams it into reverse, and runs over Drew. <laughs> <laughs> it's really why, the, why is he stood it's, there? He's, no, he's underneath the car doing something. Car. He's working on it. I think it's really funny how this happens. It's really well done, I thought. So you're like, fuck, she's killed Drew, because that's, that's Drew dead. He's dead there. She's yeah, that's how it ends reversed. the episode. She just slams yeah. in, absolutely yeah. slams in. As if she was going backwards down the motorway. She she, she, <laughs> she did that, just went for it straight away. But then you think, fuck, Drew's dead. And he just comes up with like, and it's the comedy music. It's like, dun, 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 dun. and Drew <laughs> comes up over the top and he's like, why you going me? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. It's fucking comedy. No, I really do. Because she does not give a fuck about this. She's nearly killed Drew. And she's like, oh, it wasn't my fault. Oh, and then and then Lance is going on about the taillight being broken. Drew's like, well, that's 100 quid. She's like, why do I have to pay that? That's not my fault. Can you not just do it for free? Just does not give a fuck that like she's just nearly murdered someone. I understand why you think these people are real, because there are a lot of dumb fucks that behave like this yeah i think yeah maybe that's what it is because it's you know he's bordering on karen territory you know she's only young but you know give her another 20 years she could be a full-on karen like i hope she doesn't go down that route i wonder it'd be interesting to see what kind of characters because she's only just returned to neighbors hasn't she it'd be interesting to see what kind of character she is now maybe maybe for you know another patreon exclusive we'll do a We'll do a flash forward to Amy now. Get her on. And we'll get her on the show as well, of course. That would be a good one, like to touch base with the future as well. Yeah. The future, the past, we'll then, now, we'll See if they've got any robots. <laughs> what a name. Oh, wait. Wait, the, fu- the future is now. So what, what does that mean? Because I thought we were in the past, but oh, no. I'd like it if they had, like... They definitely should have like a Harold robot in the cafe. Just going, would you like some coffee? <laughs> Fucking hell. That'd be great. It'd be a nice little callback to Harold. But uh, it's, a, Harold. it's a robot. Yeah, you just did an impression of, of Johnny Five. <laughs> like a yeah, robot these days would just have a human voice. <laughs> yeah, you have to replace Harold as the dead, is it? Can you check that, please, Tim? Because I'll feel bad if I'll have a look. I don't think so. Okay, Tim's gonna Tim's gonna check um, whether Harold's still alive or dead. Put in that theme music now. Where you go? Do, 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 do. Right, you ready? Birth. Yeah, ready. He is eight. He is eighty-three years old and would seem still alive. Lovely. Yay! Yay! That's good. That's good. He was what born about in nineteen thirty-eight? Wow. That was a long time ago. So yeah. was 1995. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, should we tidy up? Is some of the storylines we want to talk about? Anything else we want to tidy up? Uh, Paul and his dad. Paul and his dad. Yeah, let's talk about Paul and his dad. He's been waiting on a plane ticket. Because he decided he is going to spend some time with his dad rather than going on the skiing holiday. Uh, and he's waiting on a plane ticket and it's not coming. He's, he's there at the post box every day. Going, oh, is the ticket here yet? And Matty's like, oh, it'll come tomorrow. Don't worry. And then Paul's like, no, fuck this. I'm ringing my dad. 
see if he's there. And he's dead. I was like, oh, someone answered the phone and goes, yeah, he doesn't live here anymore. And Paul's like, oh, he's done it again. He's back on the booze. He's fucked off. Imagine how. I was quite sad about this. See, I thought this was quite a good emo. This is a nice little emotional storyline that they've got going on. So they've got like the scary stalker. They've got all the drama with Lou. They've got comedy when the fucking bird fucks off. They've got a little bit of everything. And then this is like the emotional kind of, oh no, his dad's recovering alcoholic. He's had a, he's fell off the wagon and he's fucked off and left him. And Paul's good about this. He is. He's very upset about it. And imagine Harold trying to cheer him up. He's like, no, I just want to stay on my own. And he has a little soul. But then, you know, it's always darkest before dawn because the next morning, what comes in the post? A letter from his dad with the tickets going, oh, yeah, I moved house. Sorry, I had to move there quickly. So I didn't have time to give you my forward interest. But here it is. Here's the plane tickets. See you soon, kidder. And he's on top of the world again. I fucking cheered for that. Because it wasn't even just that he's moved out. It's that he's got his own place. He was staying at the shared place, and that's who, who Paul ran. He's got his own place. He's setting up on his own. He's trying his best. He's got Paul the ticket. Oh, he was good. Tim, you're a bit of a cold-hearted bastard. What do you feel about that? Yeah, feel I, I nearly cried just listening to it. <laughs> from, from Adam's beautiful rendition of that. Yeah, Shut myself just, just a bit. I'm still convinced this will be the last that we see of Paul. He'll go see his dad and then just never come back. I agree with you now. I wasn't too sure. I thought the might because he was building this flying machine and shit, which we, we, there isn't much to say about that. Um, but I think you're right now. His story's been told. He's he's he sorted out with his dad. He's going off. It's going to be sad, I think, when he goes, you know, because Harold and Madge have, have taken him as the... Him I'm, I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm going to be quite sad about that. Do you think they'll take someone else in as a replacement? I don't think they'll take anyone else in, but I wouldn't be surprised if at some point, for some reason, someone has to live in that house. <laughs> like, that's how anyone, it works, isn't it? isn't it? Has anyone moved into Ruth's house yet? They haven't, have they? No one. It's just abandoned, completely abandoned. It's just like wooden. You know, It's just all boarded up now. There's probably a couple of squatters in there. Uh, it's probably a bit of a drugs then, maybe. Now, do you think? Do you think we've got to get a family in that house soon, right? I hope so. We need a new family. I think it's time we got a new family in that. We house. need to check. Yeah, the credits need fucking changing. If you're not in the show anymore, fuck out the credits. Let's get some new people in. But half the people are in the show are not in the credits anymore. And like Paul's never been in the credits. Wicked Paul has been a mainstay. For Is he not in the credits? He's not in the credits. No. Fuck off. He's not in the credits. No. Drew's not in the credits. Drew's not in the credits. Um, yeah, it's rid- ridiculous. Joel's not in the credits. Joel's been hanging around for ages now. Joel's yeah, not he's in the changing. Credits. Yeah, we are majorly overdue. Overdue uh, the credit scene change. Uh, any other storylines that you want to mention? There is one more storyline. Um I, I don't like it, but it was in most of the episodes. Go on then. It's to do with it's Hannah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah, that see, that's the face. You were giving like Amy that face. I I have reserved that face for Hannah and Hannah alone. Yeah. Fuck off. She's a oh she's being can't such stand a major. Such a teenager. So, yeah, she's she's just playing teenager. It's doing my fucking head in. Fuck off. 
Like, we're all annoying as teenagers. Some of you might be teenagers listening to this right now. If you are, stop being a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. She's, she's doing every teen trope possible. She was racking up phone bills left, right, and centre. She's getting poor school reports. Uh, she's telling lies. And she's blaming everyone else for it. I think yeah. if you're doing all those things and you're just a bit of a dick, fair enough. If you're being a bit of a troublemaker, be a bit of a troublemaker, fair enough. But she's being, she's being such a knob about it and br- blaming Ruth, who's her new stepmom, about it. Who's been nothing... Ugh. Nothing cannot but. stand her. She gets the she's got braces, obviously. She gets the top braces off. Brilliant. She'll obviously be going back at some point to get the bottom set of braces off. But she kicks off and has a strop about it. Fuck off. Just be oh. patient. You'll get the second oh. set of braces off. At one point, she says to, to Phil as well, What are you trying to win? Dictator of the year. Which I didn't realize no. was the competition. Who do you, who who do, who would you vote for for dictator of the year? What this year or in nineteen? Well, just no. Let's have in general because this year it's obviously Boris. But who would you have if it was like <laughs> if it was other like just in general? Who do you, who's your top dictator? Should we talk about this after the break? <laughs> I think we should, yeah we will. I'll research dictators very quickly. Join us after the break where we'll talk about Dictator of the Year. This can also be one of the questions you put in our Twitter feed. You're welcome. (laughs) Oh, dear. Right. Make a note of time. Look at Tim thinking about it already. He's got a good one. Stay tuned. I've got got another story for you. I think you'll like. Patreon. Might just blow your mind because this is a real story. This is the truth about a a neighbor's actor and their life story. Reads like a soap opera. Harold Bishop actor, when he was 54 years old, found out he was adopted. Wow. That's the first first point. To find out that you've been adopted 54 years. Yeah. Wow. Um, How did he find that out? So, um, when he's 54, his mother, um, realising she had very little time to live, told him he was adopted. After her death, he went and found his real mother uh, and found out that she had him when she was 14 after having got raped. I said you needed some jokes after this. It's fucking... this This isn't soap opera. This is real... Fuck me. Um, but yeah, then, then he apparently kind of went on to bond with his mom and they both kind of said that they, they were like best friends, but never had a real mother son connection. And he, he's got a couple of half brothers from, from that as well. Yeah. What's this got to do with dictators? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm fresh yeah. out of rape jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Did you have nothing it? else based on the episodes? <laughs> Not really. Um, Toady gets confronted by some woman woman activist or somebody from a woman's association. It's shy. He says some like slightly sexist things on air, and someone from the woman's association comes in, and they have a really awkward, awkward conversation about 
what's funny and what's not funny and neither of them come across well at all it comes across very 90s attitudes what, ex- pretty much our podcast then <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're re-watching 1999 because that's where our political views are <laughs> or if you're tim 1931 <laughs> <laughs> 43 <laughs> uh yeah hannah's being a bit Anne's thinking of going to queensland and bill freaks out a bit to uni which to a made-up uni by the way it's not a real uni because peyton was like that's not a real uni that's completely a made-up name uh why oh, did Lib- that? Lib- Libby's, I don't know, just to kill five minutes. Uh, Libby can't separate the professional and the professional with her, uh, I was going to say dictator boyfriend, no, lecturer boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it would be better if she couldn't separate the profession- professional and the personal from with a dictator boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd have a bit of a different spin to the show, wouldn't it? <laughs> and yeah, that's it. Uh, this is added very flatly this week. You got to build it back up, then we can edit it. You're well, you're gonna have to edit it, but you need to build it back up with something. Oh, I don't know. Uh, wait a minute. Let me Google some rape jokes. <laughs> Join us next week on the podcast where we'll be watching episode 3176 to 3180. You can follow us on Twitter at WatchNeighbor as well as Instagram. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch for just £1 a month. You can receive the unedited ad free versions of our podcast plus other benefits too.